Hi, I'm James Schellinglaw, and I'm here today with Jackie Volkart, who is the Market General Manager of the Ritz-Carlton South Beach and the Ritz-Carlton Ball Harbor, uh, two hotels and two very good hotels. And we're talking with Jackie today because she recently won General Manager of the Year uh, for Ritz-Carlton, and she is a veteran hotelier, uh, largely with Married International and Ritz-Carlton. And we wanted to find out exactly you know, how she won this and also her career and her career path, because I think it's an interesting story in addition to the fact she oversees two incredibly beautiful properties. And you're going to find out about all that and more on Insider Travel Report. Now, Jackie, first of all, uh, how are you and where are you? Which hotel are you in today? Good morning, James. It's such a pleasure to spend time with you. Today, actually, the picture behind is the Ritz-Carlton Bell Harbor. However, today I'm at the Ritz-Carlton South Beach. Ah, so you, I'm like going back and forth, but two beautiful, beautiful resorts. Absolutely. you got a, quite a nice choice there to do. Uh, let, let's see. Now, as I said, we wanted to interview you uh, because we did hear earlier this year, uh, just not only a couple months ago, that you've been awarded the Ritz-Carlton's uh, General Manager of the Year. What, how did you win this award? And uh, are, are there points for managing not one, but two properties? I don't know. I don't know too many people who oversee two uh, wonderful properties like that. Uh, I see the award is given to the hospitality veteran who's been with the Ritz-Carlton brand for over three decades, right? That's correct. It, it seems like yesterday when I started, but it, it's a true honor to receive this very prestigious result. We have so many beautiful Ritz-Carlton's with incredibly talented general managers. I feel honored to receive this award. And it's it's a compliment to, to my team because they carry me through every day in both hotels to achieve this award. It's a teamwork. I, no, you cannot I, do this alone. I, and of course, and, and one of the reasons you, you did win the award is that you do uh, have a team approach. Uh, but let's talk about your career. Uh, when did you start in hospitality and what kind of roles and posts have you had with the company? I, I list a bunch of different Ritz-Carlton's that you've uh, had the, the, the honor of overseeing. But let's talk about your career. Well, when did you start? You know, I grew up in Switzerland and in Switzerland, like hospitality is very important and we ship out hospitality professionals around the world. So I'm I'm blessed. I've studied at Ecole Hotelier de Lausanne, which is AHL. I know it well. <laughs> started there my career and my first job actually was as a J1 student at the Drake Swiss Hotel in New York. Oh, okay. So straight from small Switzerland into the big city of New York, right what you have behind you. So... It, no, was a, it was a fantastic start to start in the big city where everything is happening. I loved it. And then from there, I moved down to Cancun, Mexico. Yeah. A real total change of pace. And Cancun, that was at the time when Cancun was not as commercial. So I had the pleasure to work there. I was there actually for 15 years. Moved to three hotels, started with Merit International in 1990. So that gets us to three decades with the company. And then 93, I opened the first Ritz-Carlton, one of the first ones internationally in Cancun, Mexico, which was an incredible pleasure for me to, to learn the culture. It's an incredible culture. And uh, then I moved around like you saw, I moved to the Ritz-Carlton in Kibiskin in Miami. That was my first time to Miami. From there, back to New York. I had to go back to New York. So. No, I know the Ritz-Carlton Battery Park very well. It's unfortunately no longer there, but it was a great property. 
amazing property, beautiful, beautiful site. I loved it back in the Big Apple. And from there, back to warm weather, to the Ritz-Carlton San Juan in Puerto Rico. This is one of our few hotels with casino. So we had a casino also, beautiful resort. And from there to Coconut Grove, Miami, my second time in Miami, back to San Juan, Puerto Rico. And then Hurricane Maria, unfortunately closed the hotel. We had to close, I was there. And uh, I said, send me somewhere in this uh-huh. world. We have beautiful hotels in our company. And I ended up at the St. Riches in San Francisco. So wow, San, that's... San Juan to San Francisco. It's almost the same name. <laughs> it's two different cities. I loved it. Incredible. Learning about a new brand. And I think in our industry, learning different brands is beautiful. And then after four years, back to Miami, which I kind of consider my second home. Yeah, and so 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 you came. What when did you come back to Miami? And that was to oversee both of these properties, or just one? Correct. Yeah, both. So I came from San Francisco to Miami in January 2021. So a year and a half ago. Oh, so you're okay. It was kind of a very new environment because the city of San Francisco is very close down situation. Right. And I'm very fortunate to be now in a space that is everything is open. And it was open the whole time. Well, let's talk a little bit about both of your current properties. Uh, what, what's unique to both and what's different uh, between them? You know, they, and I know they both deliver the Ritz-Carlton experience, but tell us a little bit about the differences between the two. I, I think I've, I've visited both properties, but not for a while. So we, um, we have two like beautiful resorts. Let's start with the one behind me. It's like the Ritz-Carlton Bell Harbor. It's truly a coastal getaway resort within the United States. You feel like you're on a little island in a very exclusive Ball Harbor area. And as you can see, the ocean is right behind in my in, in the picture. It's a small boutique property and incredible for families because a lot of our rooms have like, uh, it's like residential with even a connector. So you can have beautiful, beautiful one bedroom, like two bedroom suites for the guests to be away in a very private environment. It's very exclusive and beautiful, beautiful service with incredible ladies and gentlemen. And then South Beach is an iconic building, which was built in 1957 hmm. by, by Lapidus. And we have taken over as a Ritz Carlton in 2004. Incredible property right in the center of the historic Miami Beach. And always a lot of action, a lot of things happening in Miami Beach. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, and, and, and you're lucky enough to be able to go to both, go between the two. Uh, now, how did you, you mentioned you're, you're back in, in Florida, which uh, didn't have as many restrictions as maybe California did when you moved back here. How, how have you handled the last two plus years of pandemic with your hotels? And did you have to close very long uh, your properties at all, or did you not close at all? So the Ritz Carlton Bell Harbor, due to its very exclusive setting and very private setting, it closed maybe one month. South Beach closed maybe three months. But generally, when I came back, I was really fortunate to see Miami open and we are booming with a lot of guests coming and traveling to to Florida. We were the state. Miami is the place to be. 
So no. no, it is. It is. I know that I was down there sort of during the pandemic myself. So it was much more open than many of the other states. Uh, so but so far this year, how's business? I mean, are, are you got guests and are guests coming and are, are there travel advisors booking both hotels? And, and what, are, what is the outlook for the rest of the year? So we're always extremely uh, thankful for the travel advisors to talk about us. To, they come and visit us and they recommend our properties. So we have a very close relationship with all the travel advisors and, and to all of them, thank you. Thank you for keeping my ladies and gentlemen busy working, which I think is really important that everybody can come to, a, to, to have a job and provide beautiful service. So we are very grateful. Also groups are coming back, which is really nice. It was first right. was very much transient guests. Groups are coming back. And today, actually, we have a whole hotel buyout. Oh, wow. So today is a, is a great day. Like, every room <laughs> is one group, which is exciting. So Except for all the people who want to get in and they can't get in because they booked it out, right? They come back on Thursday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so some, we don't do too many of those, but it shows that groups are ready to travel again. Right. So trends in. The international travelers are coming back very nicely also, and those are longer stays. So we love them because they stay a little longer with us. And with all the restrictions from traveling inside lifted, that is a huge gift to all of us. No, that's great. And I know that's what I'm hearing all around. The business is coming back, uh, at least, you know, despite uh, some other challenges that in the industry at the moment. But now let's talk uh, for our travel advisors out there, most, if not many of whom are women. What lessons have you learned during your career that have kind of helped you advance and ultimately be recognized with this great general manager of the year award? Thank you. And I think it's to everybody, not just the ladies, everybody. We need to make sure, like, we have an opinion that we talk, that you're not quietly sitting there and just listen. Share your opinion. Make yourself that people know you were there in the room. Right. I tell the ladies always, if you're sitting in a room and don't take notes, like offer to take notes for the meeting and and just listen. But if there's a, a request, a project, then you raise your hand, but not to take notes. Otherwise, we don't get taken that seriously. I take to most. I tell to most of the ladies, and just be flexible. I think flexibility, adaptability are huge, and positivity. Like enjoy what you do. Like do what you do from your heart, and uh, but make your voice count. No, absolutely. That's great advice. And, you know, if you start taking notes, it sounds like you're, you're going to be a secretary. Exactly. And, uh, that's not what you should be doing. Absolutely. Uh, now, uh, one of the th- ways you've, you've been successful, I understand, is you've kind of used partnerships to rem- promote your properties and kind of get involved with the community more. I'm, I'm thinking in particular about, you know, how you've worked with Art ba- Basel, Basel. Uh, I say Basel, but uh, yeah, sometimes no, that's correct. I'm from Switzerland. It's I'm correct. from I, I lived in Switzerland, <laughs> so Basel is what how I say it. Uh, you know, you you had conversations with top chefs and artists, and you have sculpture and performances piece by art, top artists. You've really kind of during Art Basel, you try to get the hotel really involved with that that wonderful celebration. You know, I always say as a joke, my last name is Volk Art. Ah, so, there you go. 
So art is in there. I have to, in every location I go, I have to do something that has art in, in, in our everyday life. I think it's beautiful when we incorporate art into what we do. It inspires and it creates stories. So as a brand uh, and with our ownership collaboration, art is really at the forefront. And especially in South Beach, we are in the Deco Art District. So art has to be at the forefront. And our puzzle, I mean, Miami, our puzzle is a really, really big week for all of us. And bringing different artists to the hotel showcasing is incredibly important. Also, no, right now, we're working with an art gallery. And we just have this beautiful exhibit in the restaurant. Each of the artists, it was like 20 of them, and we got final seven. They all had to do something with sky, uh, sun, and water. And it's really beautiful how they came out. And all these artists used the blue and yellow colors, which is right now is very appropriate in today's world. So we also, we also touched a lot of people's hearts. No, that's great, and it's it's that it's been become such an important uh, event uh, in Miami uh, that it is good that you're so involved with it. Now, of course, another event uh, that was even more recently in the last few months uh, that you collaborated with one of the uh, Formula One teams, uh, Mercedes AMG, uh, and and you you know you even had you know custom wrapped Mercedes vehicles and special events uh, during the Formula One weekend. How has that helped your your two your Ritz Carlton's? I mean, it's so exciting for Miami. We have all the big sports events. We have teams for all the sports events. And getting Formula One for a 10-year contract to Miami is extremely exciting. And I think it brings Formula One to the United States as a right. much bigger event. And let's call them we work in collaboration with Formula One. So we have a partnership with them. And then, yes, we had drivers here. We had paintings of the drivers we worked with uh, Louis Nicolas Darborn, who is the the gentleman, the artist who did the, the wrapped cars. So it creates some special moments too. It's not just a car race. We had a beautiful car in the smack in the middle of the lobby. Oh wow! It creates like incredible picture moments and guests to to share it without the world for all the different medias and uh, their social network. So it was an incredible event, and we're excited to next year to make it even bigger. Yeah, I know a lot of I have um, my son loves Formula One, and he's really actually thinking about going down next year because he's really gotten into it, uh, possibly because of that Netflix series that came on about Formula One that really got people reinterested in the sport. And so I've even watched it a lot more. I used to be a big fan way back in the 60s and 70s, but it's great that you, Miami, has it. Uh, now and it's great that you're so involved with it because I think it it you know reflects well on your two properties as well. Yes, it creates excitement and it creates excitement not only for like the guests, it's the community and our ladies and gentlemen, our employees that get super excited too. Now let's talk about how you work with your team, your ladies and gentlemen, on at both properties to kind of celebrate their accomplishments and recognize their them, them as important resources in providing service to your guests. How does, how does your team approach to work? How does that work for you? I really love to work as a team because I know as the leader for two properties, I need to inspire them. I need to develop them. I need to mentor them. I need to recognize them. And recognition can come in so many forms and, and, and plays. 
we do every week, we do a big red carpet celebration where everybody comes together and we celebrate success. We share beautiful stories. We recognize our ladies and gentlemen. We have like in red carpet, we have like the first class cards that we gave out to everybody. And I have my personal, I do Jackie Bucks. No, there. <laughs> I give out my money. So, and with recognition and tickets. So I think it's just a way of recognizing. And we have, because Miami, cafecito, like the Cuban coffee is very important. So we have a coffee card. And we just celebrate together with music. We create this moment of 15 minutes of fame, walking the red carpet, really enjoying the being together. And then they go out all pumped up to go and create more excellent stories for the guests. My belief is if we recognize and take care of the ladies and gentlemen, they will take care of the guests. And then the guests will be happy and comes back and talks about us. Well, that's been a, a hallmark, I think, of Ritz-Carlton since the early days that I remember. Uh, and even today, you, you're carrying on that tradition because if you don't have happy, uh, happy staff, happy employees, uh, you're not going to have happy guests. And that's a huge, a huge reason why Ritz-Carlton is still so respected and well-known uh, in the hotel uh, field. Yeah, and like with, with celeb- uh, respect and celebrations, a lot goes to training. If you get training, you, you are committed because we're investing in your development. And then they bring other, other friends, neighbors, cousins to come to the hotel too. This is how you find talent. And absolutely. Now, where can our travel advisors, and we go out to about 100,000 of them plus, uh, where can they go to learn more about your, your two properties? There is one and the only and the best way, of course, is to come and visit us. Ah, there you go. That's the best one. And then our website has all the information. We really do an incredible job to update our websites with all what is happening in the hotel, activations, and like exciting events like F1, Art Basel. It's all on our website. So, but best way, come and visit Absolutely. Well, one of these days I'll get down there and take a look and come meet you again uh, when I get down to Miami next. Uh, Jackie, I want to thank you for taking the time to speak with us and congratulations once again on this uh, general manager award. And I'm so impressed that you're overseeing both of these wonderful properties, but you were kind of uh, the um, the epitome of uh, the Ritz-Carlton culture, having been in it for so long. Although, yeah, you had a few other, the St. Regis, where where did that come from? Uh, (laughs) Right in the middle. But mostly it was Ritz Carlton's same, same, same type of property. Absolutely. Again, thank you for, for taking a little time with us to talk about this. Thank you, James. It's been an honor to be on, on with you this morning. I'm James Schillinglaw, and this is Insider Travel Report.